It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray. Today is March 1st, 2016. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network Radio. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. All right. Joining me today as co-host is Lieutenant Colonel Bill Forbes, U.S. Army retired, former Deputy Secretary for the Maryland Department of Veterans Affairs, also past Department Commander for the DAV of the State of Maryland. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Gary. Good to be with you. All right. Now, last, what did you think of last week's show, Bill? It was an outstanding show with Cliff and Jake. Outstanding. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was. We actually had uh, Cliff uh, Sosaman. Uh, he's the executive director for the Honor, Courage, and Commitment. They're a veteran empowerment.org that trains veterans to become socially responsible entrepreneurs and help them launch their own business. We also had Jake Schick. Now, he's an executive director for 22Kill. They are a global movement created by veterans with a mission to honor those who served, raise awareness to veteran suicides and mental health issues such as PTS and TBI, educate the public about current values and topics and issues. Again, uh, recruit veteran advocates such as Battle Buddies and support uh, various veteran empowerment organizations. If you missed the live show, be sure to listen to the archive show on the AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Now, Bill, I guess we, we're hearing news just about every week about uh, uh, the veterans and, and the VA, and uh, now we have something you're going to tell us a little bit about how Agent Orange catches up with the Vietnam veterans. Well, yes, Gary, and, and that's the title of the, uh, of the subject. Agent Orange is catching up with Vietnam veterans decades later. You mm-hmm. know, it was uh, in uh, 1991 that the U.S. Congress passed the Agent Orange Act that gave the Department of Veterans Affairs the power to declare certain health conditions as presumptive to do dioxin exposure. And uh, uh, two of those in particular with uh, prostate cancer and the ischemic heart disease, and there's several others, but uh, our, our veterans who had boots on the ground in Vietnam are beginning to find this is uh, more and more a condition that they've got to deal with. The important thing about this, Gary, is mm-hmm. that uh, a a day, time, soon and certain uh, is going to be established when these benefits, or at least the entertainment for the benefits by way of service-connected disabilities, are going to end. Our veterans must be vigilant. If you've got a condition uh, as a result of your service with boots on the ground in Vietnam, it is very, very important now to get in and start making claim for that because when that day certain comes about, uh, that ends it. But, Gary, we're going to continue to keep our listening audience up to date uh, as we move along in this process. All right. And Bill, what, what about there's other locations also uh, that about Agent Orange, not just Vietnam. Uh, are they Are they going to limit it to just Vietnam or... The other well, uh, areas it's, also. It's, it's in-country boots on the ground. Um, uh, you know, some has already been limited. For an example, uh, uh, with those of our uh, men and women who served in the, uh, in the Navy, they've got a, a blue water uh, restriction for those that served in the inland waterways in Vietnam. Uh, uh, they're included. But uh, let's take, for an example... Our men and women who served it were bringing uh, these uh, herbicides into the country, flying on the aircraft from places like Guam in country who are serving from the effects of Agent Orange. Now, they are not covered. Hmm. We have to wait another 50 years for that? (laughs) Well, uh, I hope not because... uh, 
it will be an inheritance, maybe, if it works out that way, from some of our uh, folks who are survivors. <laughs> right. Well, we have a good show for you today. And, uh, Bill, why don't you go ahead and introduce our guest? Certainly, Gary. Our guest today is Roy Savage. Roy is a staunch veterans advocate. Roy is from Seward, Alaska. And from 1989 to 1993, Roy served as an operations specialist and ship's rescue swimmer in the U.S. Navy. Roy served three tours of duty, including Operation Desert Shield. Uh, For the last two years, Roy has dedicated his life to advocating for veteran issues, helping veterans seeking services and serving as a leader in the veteran community. In 2014, Roy started Mindful Warriors as a means to advocate for veterans and to implement veteran outreach programs. He is the program manager for Heroes Therapeutic Outreach Program. He's also the co-chair for Joining Community Forces Missoula, and that's Montana, and serves as the weekend support staff and veteran advocate for the Valor House, a homeless veteran transition program. Roy absolutely loves working with veterans every day. He has made it his personal mission to help the veteran community overcome their adversaries and reintegrate into civilian life. Roy's motto is continuing the mission so others may live. Roy Savage, welcome to the American Heroes Network. Welcome, Roy. Thank you for having me, gentlemen. All right. Now, Roy, why don't we start from the beginning? What got you involved in in Mindful Warriors? How did you develop, not develop it, but what was the idea behind this? Well, uh, it really started quite a long time ago uh, when I came back to Missoula, Montana, where I'm currently living, and uh, dealing with my own struggles working with or trying to get services through the VA uh, (laughs) and constantly being told uh, that services don't exist, you don't qualify for services, whether that be uh, primarily in the realm of complementary and alternative therapies for uh, what I have is I've got scoliosis in my back, so I was looking for chiropractic care. And for years, being told, you know, the VA uh, doesn't cover any of those kind of modalities. And, uh, you know, just getting constantly tired of being turned away and shut down. And right. uh, I was, at the time, I started in 2012, I was actually going to the local vet center for counseling. Uh, and what I thought... Uh, may be post-traumatic stress disorder, and initially it turned out to be something equivalent to that from an early childhood trauma that just kind of carried with me throughout the years uh, that was not military-related. And I saw, um, literally I saw a flyer for a program called Yoga Warriors, and I made a call, and I wanted to find out what other alternative therapies existed out there. And from one one call to another, um, I started really researching uh, VA.gov on complementary and alternative therapies when it came to post-traumatic stress, traumatic brain injuries, chronic pain, uh, depression, and isolation, and I got really good at it. I got very efficient at working with the systems. I got very efficient at uh, finding the right people to contact within the VA, and I started looking into becoming a veteran service officer. But at the time, you have to be working for a VA facility or organization, and they send you to the training. So uh, at the same time, I met with a lady by the name of Cassie Bangan, who runs the uh, Red Willow Learning Center here in town, and she was looking uh, to get this program out into the veteran community, but she was going through trying to get connections with the vet center and trying to get connections with the VA and obviously not getting very far. So it really came about from me and my own personal struggles and finding a niche and a need 
in the veteran community to provide, you know, outreach, uh, advocating for veterans. And so then in uh, January of 2014, I started my own business, Mindful Warriors, as as you said, as a means to advocate for veterans and help them overcome their overcome their adversities and reintegrate back into civilian life. All right, you know, you ended just in time. It's break time <laughs> today. All right, today's show, today's show is brought to you by First Class Merchant Services. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on a Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. <laughs> what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Roy, from Mindful Warriors, and uh, also our lead in music uh, came from Brad Zare. Thanks, Brad. Now, why don't you tell us a little more about uh, Mindful Warriors, or, uh, Roy? Yeah, so, um, again, like I was saying, you know, after my own struggles and really dedicating myself to researching not only VA.gov, but there's also two other sites. One's called My Health EVET and also Eat Benefits, and they're, also, they're very descriptive. You know, My Health EVET is you can do everything from contacting your service provider I'm sorry, your primary care physician through a secured messaging. You can track your appointments. You can track your medicine or your uh, your uh, prescriptions. You can reorder your prescriptions. There's all sorts of things that you can do on this website. And then they keep benefits, uh, tracking what kind of benefits, applying for benefits, things like that. Um, I just started reaching out and getting involved and helping uh, veterans either navigate the system and know where to go to get information or apply for uh, benefits. Um, I also became uh, suicide intervention skills trained to work with uh, veterans who were suicidal or had suicidal tendencies, and we would have uh, suicide interventions, and I've had a couple of those here and there. Um, I work with... Uh, several other organizations, and we do uh, the annual stand-down, and part of the remaining of the gear goes into a storage facility that I have to continue throughout the year to make sure that uh, homeless veterans get access to the surplus gear. We also collect uh, other food items, or not food items, but clothing items and hygiene items throughout the year. So I have a, a pretty good sizable storage facility that I keep a lot of different supplies in from civilian clothing, surplus, and hygiene items, uh, backpacks, tent rolls, you name it. 
to be able to hand out to homeless veterans throughout the year. And because I work at a homeless transition program for veterans, I am in touch with a lot of, uh, in contact with a lot of homeless veterans in our community. And then the flip side of that, or the opposite side of that, was to, in helping veterans overcome their adversities and reintegrating back into civilian life, I teamed up with the Red Willow Learning Center here in town, and we created the Heroes Therapeutic Outreach Program. All right, Bill? Well, uh, Roy, uh, you know, Montana is a great state, uh, the big sky country, as I recall it. I spent yep. some time out there uh, being a health and safety advocate in the mining industry, uh, a very vast state, I mean, in terms of uh, the area. Uh, I, I'd, I'd like for you to explain to our audience uh, some of the challenges in access, accessing services uh, uh, due to their conditions in, 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 in a state like Montana that's so vast but and, and, and being ruled to a large degree. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we are classified as what's called a rural state, meaning that we are so uh, big, but we're so spread out and diverse. Um, Montana has just over a million people within its borders. We have, demographically, we have over 175,000 veterans statewide, with about 75% of them being wartime veterans. And uh, as far as uh, suicide rates, Montana ranks number one in suicide rates amongst veterans in the United States. And the, the problem with that is is because it is such a rural state and people are so spread out that they don't have access, or if they're not in close proximity to Fort Harrison, which is in Helena, Montana, that's our only state VA hospital. And then we have, uh, I believe, eight or nine clinical-based outpatient clinics, uh, or the VA clinics, spread throughout the state, which are closely more towards or in the bigger cities like Bozeman, Billings, Helena, Butte, Missoula, the veterans who are on the outskirts of the rural areas don't have ease of care or access to medical services, whether that be contacting the VA via phone or Internet, ordering prescriptions. Um, and a matter of fact, we just uh, recently here had a big change in the VA or the Vets Choice Program here in town, uh, state. Right. Um, I got Senator Tester's office involved, and he had a couple of his representatives go to 23 of the rural, more rural areas where veterans have no choice but to use Vets Choice uh, or take a long trip to a clinic or hospital, and get uh, basically was an open discussion forum and get feedback from the veterans who were having the challenges of working with Veterans Choice. And the end result was that they took that information back to Senator Tester, and just last week, he took a bunch of money out of Veterans Choice and put it back into what's called non-VA care, which is working with outside service providers in your area. So now, at least in the state of Montana, veterans have a choice of going through non-VA care, which is more geared towards those complementary and alternative therapies like chiropractic, acupuncture, craniosacral therapy, therapeutic massage, um, or they can use the vet's choice, but they have a choice now in the state of Montana. Well, Roy, that, that's very important because some of these services that you're talking about are so critical, uh, but yet uh, uh, accessing them is it's almost, it's so insurmountable being that the areas where you can get it is uh, is so few, and it, and it makes a lot of sense for what the uh, the, uh, the congressperson did to allow that, because uh, uh, you know the, the criticality of that is so so important, and I'm sure that that's had a tremendous impact on many of the veterans there in Montana. It, it does. I mean, it has an impact. You know. Uh, nationwide, regardless of where you live, if you're in a metro metropolis city like Chicago or L.A. or you're living in a rural countryside of Alaska or Montana, Veterans Choice, you know, what they did was when they rolled this out in August of 2014, they didn't really beta test it. It was just kind of like a permanent or a temporary fixed band-aid, if you will, to 
what had happened uh, with the VAs nationwide and all the veterans that weren't not they weren't getting access to care. They were putting on uh, wait lists, or they were they were said that they were making appointments for them, but they weren't really making appointments for them. So the system has literally there's there's a massive breakdown in the system because first off. The VA is contractually obligated to provide quality care to any veteran who qualifies for VA benefits. There's not enough money, there's not enough facilities, there's not enough specialists, and there's too many veterans for them to fully handle what they are, the workload. So then they figure, well, we'll just, you know, send X amount of money. So they gave, I believe it was a little over $3 billion to HealthNet which is the contractor for Veterans Choice, but Veterans Choice doesn't make it easy. So like in the classic example, um, when, a, when somebody has chiropractic care, you have to go through a three-step referral process. You have to have your v- Veterans Choice card. You have to get approval through what's called consult tracking. And then every time that veteran needs to make an appointment, they have to call Veterans Choice Veterans Choice will call the service provider, make the appointment, and then Veterans Choice will call the veteran back. And that's for every single time they make an appointment. So it delays the process. It's not convenient for veterans, for most veterans. Some have good rapport from it. Some have, you know, most of them don't. Well, what a bureaucratic mess, I mean, that is to have to go through uh, it something else. One other thing I'd like for you to touch on, uh, and, and, it's, and it's supported by facts uh, uh, with the uh, high suicide rate in Montana. Can you give us uh, some of the, uh, the demographics that are involved in this, such as uh, uh, war era serve, uh, uh, age, of the uh, veterans who've been uh, who've, who've committed suicide, and uh, the the availability of services for that, I, you know, the VA did uh, this study back in 2012 that uh, where they concluded they were having 22 suicides a day. I, I, I haven't been uh, uh, clear in terms of whether or not Montana was one of those 21 states that the uh, that the uh, uh, that the VA actually got data from. Could you bring us up to date on that? Um, I I have some data here. Uh, let's try to find it in this vast void of paperwork. Uh, as far as specific demographics, um, as of this year. Um, it says that uh, more than 58% of all Montana veterans live in the state's six most populated areas or countries, which are Yellowstone County, Missoula County, Cascade County, Gallatin County, Lewis and Clark County, and Flathead County. Um, Number-wise, we're looking at about 31,000 Gulf War veterans, 35,000 Vietnam-era veterans, 9,600 Korea uh, conflict veterans, a little over 4,300 World War II veterans, and about 25,000 peacetime veterans, where literally uh, 92,000 of those are male, and a little over 9,000 are female, and that breaks it further down into ages. But um, with total uh, in Montana, with a little over 100,000 or 175,000 veterans, you're also having to include dependents. You know, a lot of times dependents are not included in this picture as far as lack of care or lack of service right. when a veteran is eligible for these services. So we have about 8% African American, about 0.06% that are Native American, uh, 0.05% Pacific Islander, 84% white, and about uh, 45% Hispanic Latino as far as dealing with the demographic here in the state of Montana. That is amazing, Roy. Yeah, and it's you know, and it's it's just we have demographic-wise, you know, because we're such a rural state and we're so spread out. I mean, literally, when you think about it, just over a million people. There's more than a million people in what's called the southern uh, southern shore of Oahu, the Waikiki, Honolulu area. 
there's more people there than the entire state of Montana. So com- compare, or you can contrast how many, you know, how dense it is there compared to how dispersed it is in this state. And when you have minimal facilities, your problems are going to be uh, exponentially worse because of the lack of number of facilities where a veteran can go get a uh, can go get care. And even in those more rural areas of the state, you got veterans who are 60 to 100 miles from the nearest hospital, just a right. regular hospital to go to the emergency room. They don't have now care around the block. You know, they got to travel sometimes hundreds of miles just to get to a regular hospital. Definitely. Now, we, we're going to go ahead and take a break. Hope and we'll come back with uh, where you left off, uh, Roy. I hope everyone had a chance to check out the VSP channel. That is the Veterans Suicide Prevention Channel website. They are the nation's first online broadcast televised channel for veterans, their family members, and the veteran service organizations that support them. The warning signs of traumatic brain injury or PTSD and the stress reactions should be some, something every soldier should actually understand. Every soldier should be able to respond to them quickly enough to save a fellow soldier's life. Right now, they're looking for funding to complete five new episodes that will actually help our veterans build confidence as they search for a way to transition back into civilian life. The VSP channel can't do this alone and they need your help. Go to the VSPchannel.com today and learn more on how you can help. You can also find them on the national VA website, which is pretty cool. Uh, You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Roy, from Mindful Warriors. And, Roy, uh, before we break, uh, we were talking a little bit before break about that uh, choice choice card. I have to let everyone know that I'm basically going through that procedure right now. Um, and I had to wait uh, about three and a half weeks uh, for them to find a provider and uh, then another another week to have them make an appointment and I finally got the appointment but it was a total of about five weeks <laughs> so yeah uh, that's a that's a relatively short period of time um, veterans have gone through who have gone through the veterans choice program have waited up to as long as three months from the time that they got the card or were sent the card and then contacted veterans choice saying I need an appointment until that point where they got their appointment, I've talked to veterans who have gone as far as three months right. to see a service provider. So it doesn't fix the problem 
as far as getting, you know, because it was created that if you were more than 40 miles away from a facility, VA facility, and you couldn't get within, couldn't get an appointment within 30 days, this was supposed to fix that. <laughs> right. And it's not fixing that because the process is so lengthy and ridiculous that, you know, veterans can wait up to 30 months. And one thing I will say is a veteran can cut that time down by doing their research themselves and researching what kind of service providers are veteran choice approved so that when they contact veterans choice for an appointment, they can say this person or this service provider is veteran choice approved, contact them. I'd like an appointment you know, on this day or these days at this time. And then veterans choice, again, for whatever reason, has to call to make the appointment. Confirm the appointment, and then they call you to let you know that you have an appointment. That's correct. Or you can call them a couple of days earlier. Than when <laughs> I worked that out pretty well. <laughs> you know, but, it, you know, it's, it's kind of funny because I, for 10 months, I did research on complementary and alternative medicine mm-hmm. through the VA, which currently there are nine therapies that the VA has approved and will pay for, such as chiropractic oh. and acupuncture, things like that. And... It, in 10 months of calling, primary care providers told me that it doesn't exist. Nurses told me that it doesn't exist. Patient advocates told me that this program does not exist. And I'm like, do you guys ever go to va.gov and read an article? I read over 300 articles on va.gov about different hospitals, different clinics, utilizing some kind of alternative therapy in conjunction with post-traumatic stress and that seems to be where the priority is. So finally, I get a call from one of the two ladies. Uh, Ten months later, after doing this research, I get a call from one of the two ladies who started that therapy program, and it's through the undersecretary of the VA's office, and she pretty much agreed with me. You know, left hand is not talking to the right hand. Nobody knows about it. This information has not been disseminated. So I wrote a one-page letter and just said, here, I'm going to send you how simple it is, and it's on one piece of paper. It's what complementary and alternative medicine is, the list of therapies, and what's the referral process. And all they had to do is basically put it on VA letterhead. And the, the whole goal was is I wanted to get the information out to not only the clinics and the hospitals, but also to the veterans, you know, in the state of Montana that these therapies do exist. The VA does pay for them, and this is how you go about doing it. And I'm going on a year now, and they still have not done anything with it. So I took care of it myself. I contacted our Senator Tester's office. I contacted all three of our state representatives to get them involved. And uh, so now we have a choice in the state of Montana. Well, congratulations for doing that. Thank you. Bill, do you have uh, any knowledge about the National Association for County Officers? Are they located in um, uh, Montana? I I, I believe uh, they are to the extent I don't have that information there, but uh, I'm I'm sure with uh, Roar's advocacy, uh, you're probably dealing with uh, service organizations there like the DAV, uh, BFW, Veterans of, of uh, Foreign Wars, and uh, the American Legion in getting your service-connected disability claims uh, processed. But uh, the, uh, the, the the county uh, veteran service officers should be working uh, uh, directly with your counties in, uh, in Montana, and uh, they are actually county employees. Uh, uh, they would be. So uh, uh, have you had that uh, uh, kind of experience with them, Roy? Um, I think we have, well, we have our Veterans Benefit Administration here at our local veteran cemetery that are veteran service officers. Uh, we also have a veteran service officer um, actually within an organization that I work with, or a co-chair that joining community forces. But they're kind of spread throughout, um, but I've never heard of, and I don't know if any of them are part of that um, uh, county veteran service or the National Association of County Veteran Service Officers. So I'll, I'll definitely have to look into that 
and uh, yeah. see who the who the the people to contact are because uh, a lot of times you know veterans go and they they work with these service officers and there's I mean it's such a lengthy process to get anything done or get word of something when you put in a claim whether it be for disability or not you know. Well, you're absolutely correct about that. And, Roy, uh, uh, there are about 13 states that are not participating in that program, so it could very well be that Montana is not uh, one of those, but it's certainly something to uh, to uh, offer up as a suggestion. Uh, I'm, in, I'm in the state of Maryland. Uh, we don't have county service officers in Maryland, and uh, we certainly could use them. Uh, uh, to uh, reduce the problem of accessibility to those services. So you might want to to check that out. But I I guess one other thing comes to mind, Roy, with all of these interesting programs that you have in uh, helping our veterans, there must be some success stories that you can share with uh, our listening audience. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Obviously, for confidentiality i can't say any names right but uh it was kind of funny because back in uh this would have been may of last year um i was actually bartending at the local vfw uh Ole Beck vfw post 209 here in missoula montana and uh at the same time you know developing the heroes therapeutic outreach program and my business and I, there was a veteran that came in and uh just started talking and having a couple of drinks and, you know, hanging out and he was actually drinking ginger ale. So he wasn't, <laughs> you know, it didn't obviously have any kind of issues or, uh, tra- traumatic experiences to work with, but he had, he had mentioned to me in our conversation that he had a hip surgery done at the Portland VA and that he had a friend here in Missoula that had offered him to come and stay with him or with her, her husband, uh, while he recovered. So he came to Missoula, and uh, he had gone from the surgery to uh, initially where it was crutches, then uh, a cane, and then back to crutches because it got worse instead of better. And uh, at the same time, the living situation wasn't working out, so he asked me if I knew of any place where he could go and stay. And I said, well, yeah, we've got actually two transitional programs for veterans, homeless veterans. So I hooked him up with the contact information to uh, apply for one of the two facilities, which is the Valor House, or we also have another one called the uh, Housing Montana Heroes Program here in Missoula. And he got into the Housing Montana Heroes Program, uh, which is 22 veterans going through a homeless transition program, case management, social work, uh, counseling, anything like that that they need to get back up on their feet and become self-reliant, including housing, income, things like that. He was literally just a, what you call a a respite care. He didn't have uh, any prior incarceration. He didn't have any drug, alcohol, traumatic brain injury, post-traumatic stress, anything like that. He literally just needed a place to recover. Well, in the process, he got into the, the, uh, the Housing Montana Heroes Program and he was looking into getting uh, another hip surgery done, but they wanted to, the local VA wanted to send him from Missoula, Montana, all the way down to Salt Lake City, Utah, which is our regional (laughs) VA hospital, with a bad hip on a plane for a consultation. And I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, no, that ain't going to happen. So I contacted our local, um, our state veteran enrollment coordinator, and I said, look, this is what's going on. This guy's already had a botched surgery by the VA. I said, I'm literally two blocks away from one of the best hip and joint surgical centers here in Missoula. What do we got to do to get him, get his surgery or get his consultation to see if he can get his surgery done here locally? So we got him enrolled as the veteran's choice, got him a consultation. They did the surgery here locally. He recovered at a local... Um, uh, hospice center for about six weeks, and then he moved back into the homeless or the uh, Housing Montana Heroes program. He's currently in recovery. Uh, hip is way better, and uh, 
he's better, way better off, and within probably by this summer, he's going to be moving back home to Portland and uh, continue on with his life. Wow, that that's fantastic. Well, we're going to go ahead and take a break. Do you own a business? Do you feel that uh, your merchant account is taking money out of your pocket? Then check out our sponsor, First Class Merchant Services. And by the way, they've been a, been with us for the last four years also. They are a national merchant service company, and Josh Cole is the owner. Give him a call right now, and he will save you money. That's Josh Cole at First Class Merchant Services. Call 407-401-0772. That's 407 407- Four zero one zero seven seven two. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Roy, from Mindful Warriors. And, Bill, you had a question? Well, it's a, it's a comment, Gary. Roy, okay. it, it appears that there's some interesting events that's coming up to support your your successful uh, grassroots uh, programs there in the state of Montana. And uh, why don't you let our listening audience know about them? Yeah, coming up on Saturday, June the 4th, from noon to 4, we have our third annual Heroes at Home barbecue. It's a free barbecue and music fest at the Historical Museum at Fort Missoula. We have uh, all of our various service providers, including organizations like Heroes Therapeutic Outreach Program, My Business Mindful Warriors, Missoula Vet Center, Military Order of the Purple Heart, Missoula Job Service, Missoula Aging Service, Rocky Mountain Hospice, uh, Exports for Vets. These are all local service provider organizations that got involved and volunteered their time and their effort to reach out to our veteran and our civilian communities and bring everybody together for an awesome event. It's a family, it's a family-friendly forum for not just only veterans and service members and their families, but to connect with the community. And we have static displays. We have kids' activities. Everything is free. We have exception of a couple of uh, service vendors there. So it's a it's an awesome day of live music, free barbecue. And we have just a, a tremendous amount of amazing service providers in our area, like I mentioned before, that are just from the grassroots up doing things like going out and doing river cleanups, working with Special Olympics, helping out, providing and getting all of the raffles. We have raffles and we have silent auctions for this uh, barbecue and just making it a family-friendly you know, a, a family form 
for everybody in our community. Uh, thinking, you know, basically is given a, a recognition and uh, to our service members and our hometown heroes. That's fantastic. Now, how's the community grasping this? Is it is it really getting involved? Yeah, we, uh, this is our That's third good. year, uh, and we've been averaging a little. Well, our first year we had a little over nine hundred. Uh, second year wow. we had almost seven hundred, and this year because. We were moving the date back to uh, June 4th because we uh, had a lot of events on the same day uh, that last weekend in May last year. So we're hoping to shoot up above 1,000, but uh, it's been an excellent uh, response, and people can check it out at the website, which is joining uh, jcfmissoula.org. We have a full disclosure on the barbecue and pictures, and we want people to call us, get involved, come out, and have a great time. All right. Now, why don't you tell, I, I know we're going quite quickly through this, and uh, you run the therapeutic outreach program, correct? Correct. Okay. So, now, this this is free to our veterans. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Uh, like I said, I met with, or I joined with uh, Red Willow Learning Center here in town, and we provide, everything is free for any veteran dependent or caregiver of a veteran and all first responders, including firefighters, law enforcement, and EMS. But that uh, what we cover is things like mindfulness, meditation, yoga, tai chi, jigong, art therapies, writing therapies, equine assisted therapy, and more. And it's all absolutely free, and we have full funding for the next two years in our program, and we've only been around since 2014. Can't beat that. No. Not at all. Not at all. And Bill? Well, that's uh, that's just amazing, uh, uh, Roy, to be able to uh, have the funding, the interest of the community, because this is a, a, a team effort in trying to uh, deal with these uh, situations with our veterans. And, uh, y- y- you know, uh, money is always uh, important, but I would imagine those volunteers and people who uh, support you and come and help out must have an impact on, on your program also. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we absolutely could not do that barbecue without our, our, our volunteers, without the donations for raffle items, donations for food, uh, water. I mean, you name it. It's, uh, it literally is, and the, you know, the, the theme is it takes a village. You know, and it literally is is the community and various businesses and service providers coming together and putting on a free barbecue and music event for the entire community. Well, it's certainly for a good cause, uh, uh, Roy. As you know, our government has uh, invested a tremendous amount of money in all of us who've served this great country. And when we return to home and community, even though, uh, you, you know, we don't come back the same way that we left uh, uh, when we went to serve, but uh, with the proper care and concern, we can all come back and be uh, contributing citizens uh, in our local areas. And I'm sure that must be an objective for, for what you're doing there in the state of Montana. It, it absolutely is. You know, that Heroes Therapeutic Outreach Program is tailor-made for veterans uh, coming home, dealing with post-traumatic stress, traumatic brain injury, chronic pain, depression, isolation. But it also helps the family members, the dependents who go through the constant picking up and moving and traveling from area to area, not knowing if their service member or their loved one is going to come back from being overseas or not seeing their loved ones enough. So they deal with vicarious trauma also. And then with the caregivers working with them in the same thing of working with a veteran who has a disability or traumatic brain injury, and they can take on that kind of a trauma, too, called secondary trauma. And then, of course, uh, about 85% of our law enforcement firefighters and EMS are all ex-service members, so we wanted to hit as much of the community as we can. And the beautiful thing about it is we've had tremendous support from the community, and it's all free. That is outstanding, Roy. Yes, definitely. Well, we only have a couple minutes left, and Roy, it was a pleasure having you on the show this morning. It's my honor, sir. All right, and Roy, what would you like to share with our listeners in closing? Yeah, I'd just uh, really like to encourage uh, anybody who's out there listening, 
And it's not just about veterans. It really is about community. It's about everybody. And everybody goes through some hard times and they go through some struggles. And it's being aware that, you know, giving of yourself, volunteering some time, no matter what organization you're volunteering for or what cause you're doing, it helps the community help itself. And that's probably, you know, I volunteer myself personally about 30 hours a week, every week. And I love what I do. I wouldn't change it for anything in the world. And it's one of the best feelings and the best things that I can say is get involved in your community some way, some form. Volunteer a couple hours a day, a week, a month, whatever. But get involved because it takes a village to heal a village. That's correct. Bill? Well, Roy, thank you very much for your uh, committed service to our nation, which is very important and equally important, the service that you are providing uh, through your organizations uh, in Montana. You know, if if you could uh, identify that in in a short phrase, it's veterans helping veterans, veterans serving veterans, and uh, from the report that you've provided us today, you're doing an outstanding job, and hopefully we can get you to come back again at a, a day certain down the road, and uh, let's let's follow this up. I would love to. It would be my honor, gentlemen. All right. Once again, Roy, it was a pleasure having you on the American Heroes Network Radio. If you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand 24-7 right on our website and yes you can hear every one of those archive shows right from your phone and remember we spotlight and promote the best available information of interest to america's veterans and their families anytime anywhere on any mobile device thanks for joining us and we'll see you next week thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of american heroes network Please join Gary Ray again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. We are America, and we truly do.